There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. All right, you guys. Uh-huh. It's back to school season, uh-huh. in case you didn't know. Okay. And I want to know, what's the one thing you hated about the first day of school? Mm-hmm. Anybody? Ooh. Frank! Frank, uh, I hate it when that girl that you had a crush in in the last year wasn't in your new class. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wow, yeah. that's And that cute. was the year she got boobs, and you're <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> I missed out. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> um, my father was such a jerk. He would pick me up after school, but what he would do in front of everybody, he would pretend that he stopped the car and then kept it moving. So I had to run like a half a mile <laughs> to finally get in the car, and that was it. I had no, I had no clout after that. Well, I, I hated the first day of school because I was always the shortest in the class. Mm. So I always had to sit first row, first seat, Damn, right in front of the teacher. Right. Couldn't get away with anything. All the, Nothing. All the back kids were in the back. Well, the phone was yeah. at. I, I was so envious. <laughs> wow. Jamie? Um, I didn't like when the, uh, the teacher misspelled, mispronounced my name. So it'd be like, Jaime Fernandez. <laughs> like, Jaime? Just, just Jamie, yeah. Jaime. So he'd be like, oh, like Jaime, yo? Oh. Oh. And I'm like, how's, this, how's a third grader know what Jaime means? <laughs> <laughs> Must be because of all that Bronx energy that we have in this room right now. Yeah. Bronx is ripping, including wow. Jamie's sweatshirt. Yeah, it's he's showing off. It literally yeah. says the Bronx on your sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I'm actually wearing this to cover up a stain that I have on my other shirt underneath here. You know, nobody can see. Jamie, it. it's a big ass pizza stain, but there's a crowd here, so I'd be yeah. like, Jamie, is that, a pizza, is that a blood stain on his shirt? <laughs> Jamie wanted to pretend like he didn't have that stain prior. He just knew he's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go in there. Maybe, it. maybe. Well, guys, I quiz you often. 
Are you yes. ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know what this is? No. It's the Latinos Out Loud podcast, season four, episode one, people. Oh. 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 Yo, for real, yeah. for real, I really miss you guys. Although I saw oh, you a my. week ago. Um, I really missed you. Yeah, I miss you guys. Too. I miss you guys in this capacity. Like yeah. this. Yeah. Doing, doing, right. I didn't really miss you, but like doing this, I did. Like when you were in my house last week, I kind of wanted you to leave. No, she but... did. She I did. literally <laughs> She's like, guys, it's 10 30. No offense, but I got to get I gotta get going. So it's did. 10 o'clock. Do you know where your Ubers are? <laughs> Not because y'all are so used to Rachel from the past, where it's like, oh, we could stay here till five in the morning. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. But this is Rachel with two kids who's tired as fuck. Wait, what? You have two kids now? Oh, God. <laughs> wow. I Can you get, update us? I, have I mean, get, a lot has happened. You have happened two kids now? Month. I have two humans. You just had another one? I am in charge of two, oh, wait, two humans. Uh-huh. You're, not a, you're not counting your dog, Paolo? Who the fuck is Apollo? <laughs> <laughs> the dog is so low on the totem pole, I don't remember the last time I fed him. <laughs> He's getting by on fumes. He's wait, like, <laughs> is that our dog? Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we have a dog. No he'll one, find no, something to eat. No wonder he was eating the hot dogs and burgers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'll survive. Like They're one dogs. Of those, one of those late night commercials where they show the animals all like in cages and shit. I'm like, Rachel, what the hell? Yeah. That's no, Rachel's apartment, I think. I'm hearing Sarah McLaughlin in the background. In the arms of. No, don't be going, don't be calling Peter on me, all right? Because I do take care of him. He's got you it do. good. You do. You're As right. a matter of fact, the husband takes really good care of him. He was at the doggy spa while I was in the hospital. Wow. It's crazy. He was wow. getting his nails Wait, done and what? his little doggy dick sucked and shit. <laughs> Wait, so that's not a rumor. That's true. That actually happens. That happens. Yes. Uh, what I do you think? Like, I feel like there's going to be like an expose on 2020 about this shit. <laughs> he goes to this dog spa on my block and they just and all they have sex happy. with each other all night. <laughs> Damn. It's, the, it's quite a life wow. that these dogs live, Upper East Side dogs. Mm-hmm. All right, so I had back, a child. <laughs> you had a child. Benjamin uh, James, right? No. I don't know who that is. Um, uh, Our 25th president. <laughs> uh, Benjamin Daniel is his name. Uh, Benjamin Daniel. Yeah. I like that name. Benjamin. I thought Benjamin. that it sounded very Dominican, like if he's in trouble. Benjamin. Benjamin. There's a lot of authority are in you yelling gonna, that. Are you going to start calling him Benji for sure? Or? Yeah, what is that? We're still toying around with it. My mother loves Benji, but that makes me think of the dog from the 80s. I don't know. I'm not really crazy about uh, Benji. True, yeah. Then there's Benny, but then there's an Uncle Benny in the family that we're not really f- uh, you know, yeah, fond yeah, of. Right, right. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> so shit. far, I think it's going to be a three-syllable thing, Benjamin, I, I think. Oh, wow. I mean, look, I named my kid Donovan Joseph because I was like, oh, my husband's a DJ, so I'm going to call him DJ, get it, Donovan Joseph. But that did not stick. We call mm. him Donovan. Oh, okay. But you call him DJ on the podcast, though. Sometimes, you do. if I'm lazy and I don't want to say the three syllables. So having two kids with three syllables, people, that's six syllables. That's that's, <laughs> that's a lot. lot. That's a lot. Donovan, <laughs> Benjamin. I mean, I mean, that's like constitution length. I can't. That's a little too long for me to yell. <laughs> you know? Anyway, I had a kid. And a lot of people, I don't know if you guys want to hear, but like people often ask me, like, oh, so tell me the birthing story. How was it? I was just about oh, to ask yeah. you. I was about to I'm ask definitely you. into that. Yeah, I'm I'm really should I? Yeah. Do you I think the whole share? podcast could be that. Yeah. How was really? that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want to know. know. What is it? What happened? All right. Well, uh, <laughs> four score and one year ago. No, uh, 
So okay, it was actually a very tumultuous um, prelude to the birth. What I have happened? to say, oh this was a great pregnancy, you guys. You remember me coming here doing flips, doing yeah, videos. You know, we, I was feeling great. Right. You know, what I'm saying for a 39 year old, I think I was doing pretty well. Right. I thought you were like 35, but anyway. Thank you, Frank. Hey, you I probably should have said that on the podcast. Yeah. Can we edit that later? <laughs> um, handle, handle, write that out. I just want to bleep. You can do the 30, but then the nine part. Let's yeah. blur or cough. Or I something. thought you were 38, so. Thanks. Yeah. So anyway, uh, nice. you know, I was feeling great right. until the eighth month. What happened? You know, se lo que pasó, loco. But I don't know what happened. It just, it, it, it just all came to a crashing halt. What happened? First, I got a virus from somebody. Not gonna mention names. <clears throat> okay. We talked about it last season. Uh, <laughs> you talking about me? Are you looking at Jamie? I'm not looking at anybody. That's I'm not looking the worst at the microphone. It, but continue. Which, by the way, I passed on to my son. My son passed on to my mom. My mom passed oh, on to my dad. Shit, so it, it really went And then went eventually around. Apollo got it. So Oh, he was too busy getting his doggy balls licked. I don't know. <laughs> he does not get sick, by the way, Mike. Anyway, um, after the virus, no, I went through that. And I was like, okay, fine. You know, C-section coming up, great. Mm. All of a sudden, I started feeling excruciating pain in my tooth. No. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. No. Now, pregnancy does take a toll on your teeth. Uh, say that 10 times fast. Um, pregnancy <laughs> takes a toll on your teeth because, okay. I, I don't know, I think something in the body. I don't know. Pregnancy does a lot to your body. But anyway... Turns out I needed an emergency root canal. No. Wow. Two damn. days before my C-section, which was my goddamn birthday. God damn. On my birthday, wow. two days before I give birth. Oh, hell no. I, the root That's canal to the right. birth canal? That's Very good, Jamie. Very good. Jamie! <laughs> Jamie just <laughs> did not lose a step, Jamie. Did not lose a step. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I continue. literally, that was it. So excruciating pain pre and post wow, because Rachel. after it was in a molar and this he was like dig he was trying to find my baby through my tooth that's that how much wow. he was digging <laughs> he's like I think I can find your baby if I just dig a little bit more I was in that chair for like an hour and a half and he was just digging uh, but you're all novocaine up so you didn't really feel anything Jesus. you know but when that novocaine wore off I was like I think I, I'm going into labor I don't know what's happening my whole body just like was like no damn, um damn. So I showed up two days later. I kind of, you know, I made it, I stuck it through. I powered through for those two days. I showed up. As soon as I got to the hospital, I was like, get that IV in me and give me something. Give me something. <laughs> I showed up with an ice bag on my face. My face was all swollen. The nurse was like, what's pregnant, your belly or your face? <laughs> wow. I'm not sure. Damn. Did you get her in trouble? That's Damn. not nice. No, all right. I made that up. Nobody said that to <laughs> oh, me. <okay>. Uh, <laughs> Tell me the name of the hospital, all right? You don't do that. No, I got treated really Not well. Not this actually. house. Listen, Lenox Hill Hospital, hands down, yes, yes, the Beyonce's, best. I, Beyonce, thank Beyonce, you for your recommendation. Yes. It wasn't personal, well, but... she said it in her album, or you personally? Did you no. have a whole hallway? Uh, did you have the whole floor to you? No, like well, I mean, I was loud, and like I ran the place, but no, technically I did not have it to myself. Yeah. So anyway, I got there, you know, net-net, uh, had a C-section... And very emotional. It's just, I don't know what it is. Like, I've gone through this twice now. I did not cry at all. No, I was what? like, let's do this. You know, I was taking pictures. I was like, you know, Yo, power. You had, that was beautiful. That, the, the picture with the rosary thing. And it was I was praying a lot. On the pillow. And you yes. put it on all your socials. Oof. How was Edgar? Edgar was a fucking mess. <laughs> time and time again. It just. He didn't hold it down? It, I, uh, he had to because he had no choice, but I'll tell you that in a second. Basically, okay, 
I don't know what it is, but as soon as you hear that baby cry when it's yanked out of you, it's like it's yanked. It's well, I think he yanked it out of me. It's what it felt like. Okay. Um, this, are you talking about the baby or the tooth? Maybe you still, <laughs> you still on some of that Novocaine? No, they gave me the good stuff. They gave me some morphine and some Percocet, so I didn't feel oh, the tooth at all. It was good stuff. I was waiting. I was feeding for my hospital, like checking because I knew they were gonna give me the good drugs for the C-section, so everything was gonna feel good, which it did. But anyway, as soon as you hear the baby cry when it's yanked out of you, it's like harps playing. It's like I don't know, it's like music, it's like heaven, it's like the best feeling in the world because you're like, oh, he's healthy, he's crying, he's breathing, this is great, he's my kid, he's here. Um, so yeah, I had a little baby, Benjamin Beautiful. Daniel, 7 pounds, 12 ounces, 20.5 inches. Congrats to the new member of the Latinos. I had to make yes. sure, uh, you know. Uh, this Are there any onesies in the way? I mean, we need a onesie Latinos out loud. Onesie. It'd be nice if mm. somebody here bought me one because I bought oh, you all mugs. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You know? True. <laughs> That's true. Um, Thanks for the thought. Mm-hmm. Put it into action. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, this one is white. It's interesting. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Interesting well, oh my it God. is. Is that why Edgar was like a mess? No, uh, Danny is holding up a Wu-Tang onesie that he bought me. Danny wow. Garcia. Danny, thank you so Wu-Tang again and again and again. Um, <laughs> Danny, you always have to... Wow. So he came out out white like your daddy. Yo, so this one, okay, so we were uh, in the, after the C-section is done, after the harps play, uh, basically they have to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. So it's like they, you know, my intestines are lying on a table somewhere and they got to stuff them back in and, you know, and there's a curtain so nobody could see what's happening over the curtain. But I guess Edgar like leaned back a little too far Uh and he basically threw up and almost passed out. (laughs) Because he thought he saw the baby was white? No. Uh, no, we're saving that for the episode of Maury that we're going to be on. <laughs> no, he saw like a ju- like the, a suction going into a jug, which right. I guess was filled with blood, guts, and oh, I don't know, whatever wow. else, mm-hmm. what I ate the that. night before. I don't oh, really know. Yes. And he got lightheaded, threw up, and he had to be escorted out of the wow. operating room. Oh, poor Edgar. Poor Edgar. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Frank? Why would you put him through that, Rachel? Are you Jeez, you're so Are you selfish. Guys? Really? You're a selfish person. Anyway, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm fair skin, and my dad is Eastern European, Russian, so this one is white. I've got one brown, I've got one white. I'm very oh. happy. Wow. We have a, we're a very multicultural family. Edgar's over the moon. My black husband is like, yes! He won't have to go through what I went through in life. <laughs> Which I'm like, you know, times have changed. But we'll see. They get darker. Like, my first was very white in the beginning. Then he went through, like, a Pakistani phase. And then he he ended up looking very Dominican. So we'll see. But it's so good to, like, be here alone with no human inside of me. And now is the road. They call this the fourth trimester. Mm -hmm. This is the road back to my fighting weight, people, because mama's trying to live. You know what I'm saying? This is the road to, let's see how this works. I appreciate any tips and help and yeah. rice oh, cakes and yeah. hmm. you, I have, mean, you have tips right you've been do, doing a marathon yeah do you have training. any tips on I've her that, on how to get you know some of that it's breathing it's all breathing just all breathing. deep breaths you lose weight by breathing <laughs> it helps it helps oh just, how many miles are you running now I ran 15 on Sunday wow. uh, I'm gonna run 10 uh, on um, Wednesday um, but I had an issue. I, Jamie was joking around about it in the last season about the nipple bleeding. The nipple and, bleeding. And it happened to me on Sunday. You thought it was a joke, but it was real. I, it happened for real. And so, you put it on Instagram for everyone to see. I did. 
but what happened was that um, on Sunday, um, I, I told my girlfriend to get some band-aids, and she forgot. And then luckily there was two, and I, I and I placed them on my on my, on my titties. On your tetas. And, on my tetas. And I'm running, and two miles in, I saw that the, one of the band-aids were on the ground. Ew. And I'm like, ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Ew, and sweaty. literally four, mi- four miles in, I freaking started bleeding. Oh, I yo, it was just and people are looking at me real weird, like yo, what the freak is happening? Because you saw the picture, it was just I did, a streak and everything like, like a that. freak. But I need to know where I can get these. Well, you gave me something. What I gave this? him my nipple cream. Yeah, nipple cream. Yeah, it's a nipple cream. It's a breastfeeding. It's called Mandela cream. Tender Care. I'm gonna put some on because it's lanolin. It burns 24 seven. Mike, don't you. put it on now. Come on, there's people <laughs> here. Your nipples will feel brand new. That's. But I want to shout out everybody that donated. Um, I had to reach a certain point um, by the mid um, by mid August, and I made it. So I'm still gonna need the yeah, rest. Yeah, you met your uh, goal. I met my goal. Congrats. Congrats for the last for the last few weeks, I've been really. Uh, it's been intense, you know. So um, I'm looking forward to it. So I'm running another 18 miles on uh, the following Sunday. And but how it's been many fun. miles is the marathon? 26.2. Okay. Yeah, but I, I want to do it. It's it's getting better because it's getting colder. I mean, you know, during by November fourth, it's going to be like fifty degrees. But it was hard for like you know there was a couple of weeks. Oh, it was these in 90 heat degrees. waves. It was yeah. impossible. So, do you feel like like uh, like Creed? You know, like that scene <laughs> where, or maybe it's more like Bleed because you you nipple. Jamie. Any advice for the for the nipple? Because I feel like women have sports bras, men don't have sports bras for this um, situation. I'm gonna give you something else. I gave you my nipple cream. You can have that. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna also give you nipple shields, which actually they are supposed to keep the milk inside, so maybe oh, yeah, they'll keep the blood nice. inside. Oh, Thank tassels! You. you can wear tassels. Tassels? With the girls? With the you know? How am <laughs> I gonna like look running? How am I gonna look running by uh, Riverside and watch you could run and then you could do you could do burlesque afterwards? Ow! Wow. Okay. So yeah. Um, how about everybody else? The summer? How was well? Half a summer? How was the last month? Uh, it was cool. I had a, a great opportunity to be on a panel for the, the Latino. Yeah. Film Let's discuss the New York Latino yes. Film yes. Festival. Yes. First good. off, uh, I did not recognize Frank at the film festival because he was acting really, really like Mr. Super Cool. Like, because Eddie was covering the red carpet, he's like, he's telling everybody, "Yo, that's my staff over there in the red carpet." Yeah. Oh, Frank! Yeah, I had juice. Yeah. I had juice. Yo, he me. tried to suck out of juice everywhere. I had a few girls come up to me, "Yo, you, you running?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm the man." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you freak fake news? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, you yep. heard me. Yeah. So we had a good time. We saw my Mike went on the panel. It was a beautiful thing. And then afterwards, we saw the the um, the film with uh, Ruben Blades. Yes. yes. And Flacco, opening night. Flacco yeah. was uh, uh, doing the Q and A afterwards, and that was really good. Now I wish I could have seen the panel because uh, I was supposed my, to. My phone got messed up. You Rachel. know, Frank. What, I, what do you have? I a did, rotary phone? I don't understand. I, look. Frank I mean, has the I got, iPhone I, 3. 3, it's still 3. I'm, I'm, you, I'm, I'm getting an upgrade. Are you serious? You have the iPhone 3? Yo, time's a bad girl. Yo, son. <laughs> Yo, son, you got like the Atari of iPhones. <laughs> that shit is crazy. I, I mean, it was supposed to be streamed live on Instagram. Yeah, it was. And I really wanted to see it. You as only got to I see like healing. one minute of it, right? One minute, all I heard was you talking shit about me, and then it got disconnected. <laughs> I did not, oh, yeah. Oh. Well, you oh. said that we come on here and we I always beef with Rachel and then it got cut off. Oh, all right. Maybe that was on purpose. Great. So, yeah. Well, I heard it was a successful panel. Congrats. Thank you. It was great. You want to tell us about it? Uh, so it was a panel about uh, Latino podcasts. Ooh. 
and uh, I was sharing some gems. I wish you would have been on the panel with me, but of course you were uh, busy. It was at the Google building, by the way. Yeah, it was beautiful, I... beautiful place. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. how did you search for that building? Oh, uh, Jake, you know, Jamie, just... I think you reached the quota, bro. I don't think there's any what? More. It's the that's it. You're it's the new season. Show. I gotta get him out of my system, and then. Yeah. It... So no, it was great. It was it was uh it was an awesome uh it was an off- awesome experience. And uh, what was all right? What's like a good tip that you gave out about a podcast? Like what? Can uh, you... to be consistent. I told there are certain people mm. that wanted to start a podcast, and I'm like, listen, if you're gonna start a podcast, you gotta make sure you're on for like at least six, seven months. You can't be taking breaks because mm. it's tough when you're not consistent. So, um, and I was just telling them that, and uh, that you know, I have a great family here. I, I love working with you guys. Oh, and, oh so, uh, so you lied? Okay. <laughs> you know, you, you were being Basically. all. You were being yeah. all uh, like he, he might will come off like in front of people like it was Yo, genuine, they mean a lot to me and yeah. I couldn't do it without them. Right. But really, you know, yeah. he wants it to be the Bagua loud show sometimes. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> Jamie, what about you? Mm. What was I wasn't on the panel. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How was uh, your half a summer? It was just, you know, in August is like you either doing something, you know, really cool or it's like you're like completely. It goes by in a flash. So basically, I went to my sister's pool and shit like that. Like, that's the stories that I have. You know what I mean? I don't have that's anything fun. Like, really cool. And then, you know, like, I had, like, 20 conversations about, like, damn, this summer went fast, right? Like, that's pretty much all. That's all, I, that's all you do, like, in late August is just be like, yo, this summer went crazy fast, yo. So that's pretty much all that I did. I don't have anything. I wish, I wish. I went away. But I like New York in the, in August because it's like empty. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like no one's around. You could kind of like yeah. sneak into a Broadway show. Yeah. Like you could sneak into Hamilton. They don't ask for a ticket. Are you sure? What? Really? You I wouldn't try hat. that. Yeah. I wouldn't well, you try. might, but like nobody's here. Everybody's away in the Hamptons or yep. some shit. You know? Well, you've been in the gym a lot. Right? Yeah. You spend a lot of your time in the gym. Well, you, I, well I, Facebook I, Live. That. I follow you following Frank. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, my God. Wait, yeah. <laughs> we're going to end so, this note because we're going to have to go to Bites. Who, who took that Yo, video? there was a video. Some fan recorded Frank uh, speed walking on a treadmill. And, like, it literally, <laughs> he looked like an Upper East Side lady. You were, like, turkey trotting. Yo, Is that wanna, what they call that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know who took that goddamn video. Who did that? Yo, it, well, first off, what's up with that? You don't jog? No. I'm, you just speed walk? I speed walk, yeah. I, po- I power walk. You power walk? Yes, I power walk. I put, I put it on the high level, and then I, I power walk. He looked like a like a, a malfunctioning robot. Like didn't didn't know how to run. Like. It's cause you're so long, Frank. You you just mad tall. So all it is is like limbs and elbows, limbs and elbows. Yeah. Limbs and, and no one's laughing at you while you're doing this. Nah, not really. I folk. I look. I, I was watching the TV. Oh, wow. I was watching the game. Yeah, so someone recorded it on the low though. So someone, got, so someone, sent, and I got a hand on Someone it. sent you that, I guess. Huh? Yes. I bet most people look like uh, it looks awkward when you catch him in the gym. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Like, not, I'm not talking about like the bathroom, you know, photos that people take with their tank top right after they did like ten. Are you saying from experience? <laughs> after like two and a half reps, and I'm like, I, right, I got this. I got the, I got the pump. Right. But no, if you're doing some ac- activity, like if somebody saw me doing trying to. Push up a barbell, it'd be, most, it'd be pretty like pathetic. <laughs> it'd be a pathetic post. Wow. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of those gym posts out there. It's like, look at my cute outfit. No, I'm not sweating. I'm at the gym. Really, bitch? What are you, what are you there for? <laughs> what, what are you there for? I don't understand. You want to show off your Lululemon outfit? Lululemon. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, right. So I think it's time for some of the chicha bites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Oh, DJ. Waits. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Oh, DJ. Waits. Okay. Wow. That sounds pretty good. season. Oh, yeah. More bass. Some, some more bass in the in the boy in the voice. Um I <laughs> So first Pochinche bites of the new of the new season. Yes. Right. Um let's start it off with a bang. All right. This past weekend, Cardi B. Ooh. Oh she threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj, right? Mm-hmm. She yeah. turned a New York Fashion Week party into a love and hip hop episode. <laughs> Good thing Cardi ain't a stripper anymore because if she threw a stiletto, Nikki could have been seriously hurt. Yeah. Her <laughs> um, ass would have deflated. Yeah. yeah. Yo. Look, Lucky Hennessy was in there. <laughs> oh my God. If her sister was there, uh, rap. According to TMZ, though, Nikki was, quote, cool as a cucumber because her bodyguards were protecting her, you know, from Cardi B's breakdown. Um, wow. And Cardi was escorted out. Like she had a torn dress, she had a bruise on her forehead, and everybody online started calling her Cardi, Cardi Bump. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you gotta turn like the ghetto off sometimes I think you know what I mean but then again Nicki Minaj is kinda also like she thinks she's very like prissy now like she thinks she's kinda better than everybody and so I can pushing this. buttons you what know do you th- what do you, th- do you uh, who do you who are you siding with on this one team Barty yo, all, team day. Barty, yo. all day Barty yo. gang so you'd, you'd like She's approach reaching. you'd approach in, in, a, in like a fashion week party or wouldn't you just be like yo you wanna go outside step outside for a second I just think you know Cardi's mentality like a lot of us moms is like you wanna talk shit about my kids it'll go down wherever so you, Rachel you, do, you would do Rachel, the same thing Rachel, Rachel? You, Rachel do that, do that? you do that what do you mean do I do that? I mean, do I throw you, I shoes just, at no, people said, at fashion you, meet parties? No. I'm, I'm just saying if some girl, you know, in the industry says some stuff about your baby, would you would It's you going set, down basement, oh, escalator. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You okay. would throw a shoe, though? I would throw whatever I can get my hands on. But Nicki Minaj no, on, on, on her podcast said that she never said anything about bad about anybody's kids. So. She was liking people's, she was liking comments of people talking shit about her mm. being a bad mom. Wow. Isn't that close enough? Yeah. Is that how it works with social media? I don't know. I can't believe these celebrities have the time to like be like, oh my God, Nicki Minaj just liked something of blah. It's like, wow, aren't you out there busy doing shit? That's like, true. I don't know. I don't know. So Mike, Cardi B? Uh, yeah, I'm 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 her. Okay. Way. I'm Cardi B. No Nicki Minaj. She's Dominican. No, I, I gotta go on her side. Yeah, right? No choice. We have no choice. I got no choice. We, we have no choice. Plus we want her on the shows. We I gotta go no back choice. to Washington Heights. I have no choice. Yes. Keep it in the Bronx. And Nicki Minaj, this is like her MO now. She just starts shit with Beef other people, everybody. right? Yep. It's like, it's why crazy. you mad? You mad because you're not number one no more? Ooh. But Cardi did throw a jab Ooh. at her. Ouch. Cardi threw a jab at her at the award show. What was it? Um, the MTV Music Awards. I don't know if you peeped that. That um, Nicki claims that she's the queen. Cardi went up there. She said, I'm the empress. So that was a direct That's blow. Because nice. basically an empress, research. you know, mm-hmm. oversees numerous countries wow. the queen only oversees one Damn. Wow, that was a smart, just to break down social studies this. for you yeah thanks for rigging that, that yeah, down. Yeah, I think at the down. end of the day you don't <laughs> the end result from an altercation like that is some ghetto kind of like um, you know world star hip hop type fight where like hair is torn out yeah. people on the ground so I don't really know you know I, I think they should have um, talked it out Right. <laughs> Maybe they should have had a rap battle. I would have preferred That's to see that. That's my solution. Guys, can we just talk this out, please? I mean, Drake and Meek Mill made up, so you know it's possible. Right. I could see, I could see them making up though. 
Yeah, me too. You know, because right now it's a lot of hearsay, a lot of like rumors that people said this, yeah. somebody said that. So I think eventually, um, and they could probably just do an album like Kanye and Jay Z did. I was gonna say if they do a song together, then it was a setup, Frank. It was yeah. a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a, that's a what you're thinking. Of course, it's a Cardi conspiracy. <laughs> yo, yo, as soon as the fight was over, yo, let me show you something real quick. This is all made up, Mike. This is for album sales. Trust me. Oh, you think I'm kidding? No, I'm serious. This is watch, watch, guys. And he did a screenshot, and both of their albums actually shot up. Shot up. I yeah, I'm right. I'm telling you guys, Frank, yeah. you're onto something. Well, guys, Cardi B wasn't the only famous woman angrily throwing things this week. Um, at last weekend's U.S. Open final, Serena Williams slammed her racket Ooh. in frustration Damn. after chair umpire Carlos Ramos and no Latinos are not claiming this dude um, <laughs> gave her two scoring penalties for accusing accusing her of getting coached during the match which like allegedly like every tennis player gets coached like the coach I guess is an audience just right. kind of like you know sending a text like little like <laughs> Just like showing emojis or some shit. <laughs> I don't know, but either way, that's like this guy noticed it. Like you know what I'm saying? Um, so, so I think first of all, this dude is lucky Serena didn't fuck him up because yeah, she, was she looked like she was about to body slam him off that lifeguard chair that they. That <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? Officially? Uh, I don't know. It's like this huge ass high chair, right? <laughs> it's like why you gotta be so high and shit. I mean, I mean, let's get me real. Most men would lose a fight. Against Serena Williams, definitely. Yeah. Like I, I, I think, rather, I think me too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I'd rather fight Roger Federer or fucking Rafael Nadal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the only two. I don't know any other tennis players after that. Uh, <laughs> now there was some critics compa- uh, saying that Serena overreacted, right? Um, but look, my thing is, I don't. Nobody paid top dollar for U.S. Open tickets to see Carlos Ramos's chair umpiring skills. That's yes. true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's an unwritten rule in sports, all right? You give star players preferential treatment. That's, that's how it, that's, that's. Would you throw LeBron James out of a Game 7 NBA Finals? No. No. Would you take Joey Chestnut out of the middle of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championship? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I can't believe you know the name not, of the not, champion. Now that, you, now that you say it, you're right. Nathan's you're making sense. Hot Dog Eating Contest. That's true, you're right. I think, I think this umpire needs to know you need to treat Serena like the iconic... You know, sports star that she is, and let's let it let something slide like that. But I don't know. What do you guys think? I agree with you. I agree. And she it's was, a double standard. That's yes. why people were coming out. It's true. A lot of men get away with it, but then with her, it's not. And apparently, I was reading that it's not the first time he's been picking on her. So it's not the like this is they have a history. Mm. So and and if you really want to talk about how she how her demeanor was when they were booing the other girl that won, she was there. She put her arm around her. She was saying everything correctly. So it, it's not consistent. And she was saying everything correctly, say. but she also was like. I know this was really fucked up, what this guy did, but don't take it away. Don't take anything away from this girl, right? Even though what he did was fucked up. So it's kind of like a little back and forth of like... And then also people were saying that it's double standard. If a guy did the same thing... John McElroy. John he confessed. He said yeah. it. He said it in an interview. And weren't they also getting on her because of the tutu that she was wearing? Right, and they showed like, some other woman. Like, leave her alone! They showed some other girl that was wearing the same thing. Some year, certain, What's certain, up with this? They're on her. They're on to her. Huh. Mm. The okay. best athlete in tennis. Huh. And like in all of like one of the best athletes in all of sports, right? Yeah. yeah. Final Boji J by real quick. Huge shout out to Miss Michigan, Emily Sioma. Who? Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Because it sounds like something I had in high school. Emily Sioma? <laughs> I don't have it anymore. But. Ja- Jamie gave me the Sioma virus, all right? <laughs> don't talk to him. At Sunday's Miss America pageant, when introducing herself, she came out. She said, uh, from a state where 84% of the U.S. fresh water, but none of it's none for its residents to drink, I'm Miss Michigan M- Emily Sioma. Wow. wow. So that's she's great... shouting out Flint, Michigan. Shit. I think this was refreshing, right? Because beauty pageants, they're usually filled with like the ditziest answers. Yeah, no. Like yeah. empty answers. Like, I believe that wars are bad and we should take a second and respect our elders and thank God for liberty and justice for all. <laughs> <laughs> But no, she... <laughs> Do you have that memorized? This woman, no. This woman went on stage, and she let people know about an ongoing crisis that has been going on in her home state for far too long, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, you still got to bring it... She lost, because you still got to bring in the bikini competition. You know oh, what I'm saying? Well, they did away with and it this year, right? Step up your bikini game, girl. <laughs> I love the brave stance that you took, but... You know, it wasn't enough. You gotta, you know, you gotta, um, your beachwear gotta be on point. Mm. Um, they but yo, away with Miss that. New York won, so. Aye. Gotta root for the home team, Aye. and that's that's the bites for this week. Yeah. Now it's time for the fake news, but before we start the fake news intro, we had to, um, have an intro to the intro because a lot of people we've been getting feedback they really think that Frank's fake news is real yeah guys so we had to do an intro to the intro so let's play the intro to the intro Okay. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibbs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibbs. Hello folks. Oh, I miss you guys. Hi, Frank. I haven't got my fake news fix in a while. I miss you guys so much. And all my loeros. Yes. Yes. Frank. Well, I'm here to talk to you guys about one of our favorite presidents of all time, Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Yes. And I found out something that I was very disappointed about. Uh Uh-oh. I found out that he's half black guys. Really? And you're disappointed? (laughs) Well, I always thought thought Obama was our first black president. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry, okay? Frank, sometimes you give me heart attacks. No wonder we put the warning before the intro here. Jeez. (laughs) Wow. Well, listen to this, guys. (laughs) (laughs) They found records, okay? Dating back, all right? These records dating to February 12th, 1809, officially. All right, that Abraham Lincoln's parents were Thomas uh, Lincoln and Nancy Hanks. However, there has been new discoveries which has put a new slant on the issue who were his real parents. Abraham Lincoln's mother was having an affair with a black plantation worker. Oh, shit. And new DNA evidence suggests that she somehow tricked her husband into believing Abraham was the couple's child. They found secret love letters unearthed in 2003 that reveals Lincoln's mother was conducting an affair with a slave named Imus from a Kentucky, a Kentucky plantation. That's wow. A, that's a long ass time to like find Way love letters and shit. Yeah. Like, yo, I found these love letters from 1888. Hold on. Hold, hold on. There's more evidence. Got, guys, 1803. There's, there's more evidence. Here we go. They managed to obtain DNA evidence from a lock of Abraham Lincoln's hair, which proves that he had a very strong African genetic link. His chromosome makeup is very specific to a West African DNA patterns Mm. and suggests that Abraham's real father was indeed of African origin. Wow. Wow. Said 
Alan Holdsworth, who is wait, the wait. chief. Hold on. Say, hold on, hold you're, on. You're going to trust a guy by the name of Alan Holdsworth? Yes. Mm, I right. don't know, Frank. Who is My chief? Name is Alan. Hold on. I like Alan. Hold on. Yeah, Holdsworth? Yes, he is the chief anthropologist on this project, and he told this to the National Geographic magazine. Oh. Mm hmm. People still read that? <laughs> Now listen to More this guy. Abraham was also always depicted as a black man in posters when he was running as president. Okay? He was also called, in a lot of those posters, Abraham Africanist I, after he won. Mm. A lot of white people always refer to his coarse hair and his beard and his oh, hair. Oh, yeah, it's pelo malo. Right. Okay? <laughs> his, Hands down. One of his closest friends and his law partners said he had very dark skin. Okay? He is also uh, always said that he, he put the Emancipation Proclamation on January 1st, 1863. So he's always uh, been called the president that freed the blacks, right? And one of his ex-girlfriends said he was packing, too. Oh, yeah. So, right? Like a constitutional horse. Ho- right. Hose said we, it, too? And we had... <laughs> Once you go Abe... <laughs> And I know we know from Thomas Jefferson that's come out that he's had many affairs with a lot of his slaves. So this happened a lot. Okay. Now, in saying that, I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna leave you guys with this. And after this, that's it. I'm gonna give you guys with the best proof. Now, in saying this, all right, I would like to give you guys one bit of proof. But I would like to also give you guys a quote from one of our one of our most famous philosophers. Okay. Listen to this: Signs and symbols rule the world, not words nor laws. To our listeners out there, finger. we have a producer, Eddie, out here, and he's putting out some coins for me. He's putting out our first coin, which is of the half-dollar bill. Okay. The half-dollar John, coin. John F. Kennedy. Can, can uh-huh. we, place, place the faces like I told you. Can we keep this afterwards? Yeah, all the faces. Okay. Then we have the second one, which is of George Washington, the quarter. Yeah. Can okay. I use this for the vending machine later? <laughs> <laughs> our third one is of... A nickel? Uh, the nickel is um, Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Okay. The fourth is... A uh, dime? Uh, FDR. Yep. And the last one, which is black, <laughs> is of Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Right? But wait up, guys. If you guys look close... If you guys look closely... If you guys look closely... Listen... Listen, guys, if you guys look closely, every, um, all those presidents are giving Abraham Lincoln the back. They're all facing my way, and his face is facing his wow. way. So there's three things here. He's the only colored one. Oh, my God. He has the least value. <laughs> all right, and they're all giving his back to him. Sounds, like, sounds like they're treating black people nowadays. But anyway. Damn, Frank. Wow. What wow. the? And I'm done. Talk about a penny for your thoughts. Oh, Damn. my God. Anyway, wow. uh, thank that you very went much. Deep, Frank. No doubt. Wow. I'm never gonna look at my change the same way again. Shit. <laughs> Maybe it's time for change, people. And yeah, you can have that for the vending machine, uh, JV. Yeah. Wow, Frank. <laughs> thank you, folks. Thank Frank, you, Frank. That was... Well, real quick, I want to give a shout out to two uh, oh, two uh, two, two yeah. LOLs that give me love all the time. You know, they they DM me, they tell me, you know, whatever. Like, when I give it the fake news, I want to give a shout out to <laughs> David, aka Brooklyn Knight underscore fella on IG. Right. And I would like to give a shout out to Desiree, aka DSNYC on IG. Thank you very much, guys. Okay. Yeah. Frank. Frank. Frank, that was. Game. That took a whole summer. Visual <laughs> AIDS. Yeah, yeah wow. visual AIDS. 
All right, you guys, it's the time of the show where we interview a guest. Okay, for the first guest of season four, this is very exciting because I have so many questions about what this man specializes in. You guys, he is a lifestyle futurist. You've seen him on runways, you know, doing shows. You've seen his stuff. He's been on television. He's been featured everywhere. We are so proud to have him on the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Please welcome Jerome Lamar. Woo! Thank you for having Woo! me. Hello. Yes. I love it. Hello. Mm-hmm. I said Jerome in the house. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I'm like, I, I was afraid to come on because I was like, am I a super Latino? Am I Latino enough? I'm not sure, but I love the show. You it's are beautiful. Latino, right? Yes, yes. Can you tell everybody like how you are a Latino? Yeah, my dad's side is Afro-Cuban. Awesome. And my mom is Afro-Portuguese, Ethiopian. I'm just a black boy from the Bronx. You are beautiful. You can play a drinking <laughs> game at home. Drink every time you hear the word the Bronx. Yes. <laughs> We're repping it today, big time. That's what's up. So, okay, you are labeled as a lifestyle futurist. Yes. You explain that to us in the green room. Can you explain that to our listeners? Yes. So my vision is uh, to make sure the world is moving in a new direction, right? A more cohesive, more inclusive direction. So I take concepts from music, art, uh, food, fashion, and I fuse it into a concept to push it into the future. How are we going to look and live into the future? I just, you know, give a little Bronx twist to it to make it sexier. But that's like your, as we Jews say, your shtick. It's like yes. your thing is, you know, beautiful clothing, mm-hmm. but Bronx flavor. It's all about the Bronx flavor. It's all about street culture. It's all about being a New Yorker that comes from a, you know, a diverse background. And like my perspective is real. And I wanted to kind of share that in my own way. You know, I'm not some cute boy from, you know, the Midwest. Right. You know, I'm from the hood. Well, who are you repping? You know, from Soundview or whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yo, they got the new ferry now, right? And I know. They opened up like See, three weeks like ago, Like, the Bronx is shifting, right? Now we have a ferry. Now we have, like... Where does it go? I don't know. I haven't been over to Soundview in a Yo, minute. From Wall Street <laughs> from Wall Street to Soundview. Yeah. Wow. Yo, they have uh, video. They have video of it, and they were like, yo, that's it. Yo, now, yo, white people are going to move into Soundview because it only takes 40 minutes to go from Soundview yep. to Wall Street. Yeah, Bronx is the new Brooklyn, But in the Bronx, it'll be like, it yo. Is. It's where, happening, people. I, I parked my ferry here. Where, where'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> Man, who took my ferry? <laughs> yo, you double parked it, son. We got rid of it. Bronx. That's what Somebody right. keep, somebody keep my ferry, yo. Take it and go, baby. You should have locked it. But yeah. Jerome, when did that when did that start? Because that's not something common to be like, oh, um, I'm I'm into fashion. Like that is on some other level. Well, you know, I was pushed into it, right? My grandmother was so fly. My grandfather was, you know, dope too. Um, and I started early. Like Baby Fat was where I started my career. I was 15 years old. What, what were you doing for you just... Kamara Lee and this guy? You know, I was overseeing the brand. And basically creating concepts and designs from the you know the little baby fat jackets with the cat you know the girls in the bus would be oh wearing my God, yes. the cold a little they jacket. They invented yeah. the half jacket. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I definitely had one. That was, I one. used to show my navel when it was like flat and shit. Um, when she still had baby fat. A long time ago. You know, little cat on a jean. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah, so so my job. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, so you were 15? Like, explain that. Like, they yes. discovered you were like a prodigy? Ironically, my manager now is the person who found me at age 15. So it's a long, very poetic story. But I'll keep it short. We love poetry. Oh, okay. I'll give you poetry. Does it rhyme? You know, boom, boom, boom. Okay. Kind of. I mean, I'm not much of a rapper, though. Okay. You know? A sonnet would work also. Awesome. Okay. All right. So uh, I. S- I was an honor student in high school. I went to art and design high school. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I... Word? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Okay. A&D in the building. Of course, Danny. Okay, of course. himself in <laughs> to the conversation one way. Always. Excellent, Danny. That's, that's the second time this it's, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There'll be one more. I love it. So I was an honor student in art and design, and they approached me to be a part of the you know, uh, internship program. Like, when they approached me, I didn't even know what an internship was. Mm. I was like, mm-hmm, sure. I just said yes. Turns out it was the best move of my life. Mm. Um, I was, during the time I was working at Key Food in the Bronx. Oh my God, I worked uh, at Key Food too. Yeah, Key that's food a real Bronx. So, like, that's the beginning. That's a real Bronx. I, I got my working papers. I was like, listen, I'm ready to work. Let's do yes. this. I got hired on the spot. I was the first male cashier, so you oh. couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> My little like braids. Yo, check the price. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That is nothing. Price check. Right. Yeah. I have price, a price check. I need a void. No, right. you don't. No. And that time, at that time, you had to punch everything in. You, you know? need the key too. Exactly. The Yo. key. I remember Yuka. Yuka was my favorite one because I would go Yuka and I'd go boop, 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 and like just send it and I can remember it. like one two two or something like that. Anyway. Oh my God, the fruit codes. Yes, yeah, the fruit codes. And you had to weigh it. Like, I remember it because I used to love Yuka. You know. It's crazy. That is such a random fact. Yo, I love Yuka. It's my joint. Yeah. You know? I love Yuka. Back to the poetry. Back to the poetry. So um, the internship program was for Honor Society students, and this Asian girl was sitting in the room, and I was like, listen, I don't see Kimura. I don't see Russell. I do not care. So simultaneously, I was working at Key Food, talking to everyone, and telling them, like, yo, I'm not going to be working here long because I'm going to work for Baby Fat. Like, I knew I was going to work for Baby Fat spiritually you know spiritually aligned in my own right and I kept having these visions and fast forward the little Asian girl who was sitting on the floor who wasn't supposed to be there turns out to be Kamora's right hand woman she had just gotten hired as her position mm-hmm. and found me and she's my manager to this date. Like she, oh, it's crazy, wow. right? Christina Lee, shout out to you. I know you're working right now. You're my boo. Thank you for all your hard work and for you know molding me. But we've been together all these years. Um, and yeah, that's basically all she wrote. That's how I got started at 15. Yeah. You know, so wow. from 15 to 23, I was learning how to drive. I wasn't supposed to say that, but Tina told me how to drive. Um, And cute cars. (laughs) Real cute cars. Um, You know, going to prom, applying for college, they really helped me to become the man that I am today. And you know what was beautiful is that the office was full of diversity. So I grew up around, you know, you you had Latinos and black and and Jewish and, and... Italian, and it was all running this multi-million dollar company, you know, and that was when hip-hop fashion was it, you know, Sean John, Fat Farm, and Baby Fat was it, you know, like the fashion shows, and it was a blessing, you know? 
So from there, what did you do with your career? So I left the company at 23 because they weren't listening to me. So I have a problem. <laughs> I, you know, like I have this whole discernment thing happening. Like if I, if I feel like it's coming, I'm going to let you know with an attitude. Like this is what you need to do, you know? So I, I told, I remember having a meeting and asking our licensees, like, okay, who's wearing baby fat? Like, what are you guys wearing? And they weren't wearing the brand. And I was saying, yo, because everyone's wearing, like, Mark by Mark or H&M. H&M used to be so lit when it first oh, came out. Remember? Yeah. And I was like, no one's wearing logos anymore. Like, let's get it together. They didn't listen, so I quit. And then I went to Paris and started doing trend forecasting and, and learned how to become a couturier and use my hands to really become a designer and... It led me to start my own brand, which led me to open my own store in the South Bronx. Okay. Uh, and you know, I'm just can you can you a crazy a, person? Can you give me a little <laughs> like insight? What is a trend forecast? Like, how, what's yes. behind that? Like, so, how does that work? Trend forecasting is basically, uh, you know, uh, it's about seeing patterns and rhythms. So you think about like uh, stockbrokers, right? How they can foresee what's going to happen next. Picture that in more of a materialistic way when it comes to projecting fashions and colors and silhouettes and the next waves of what's happening. I took it a step further because I love culture. Culture is my thing. So I would always fuse culture into everything I did, which made it, you know, which made it different. And I still do that to the very to this very day with big brands like Nike, Adidas, uh, Google. All these big brands kind of tap into me for my insight. And I and now culture now culture. Let me say that again. Now culture, which is uh, people of color, are are trending. We're in right from Latino to African American to even Asian. You know, so yeah, that's my career. <laughs> that's so what's happening right now. How long were you in Paris? Was that like the first? Uh, was that the first time that you were like in another country for an extended period or yes and yeah. I was there for about off and on for like three years and did you love it I everybody it. goes to Paris I, oh, I went to Paris too I think it's Paris great. is whack Paris is a third world country with a fashion capital <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean stand corrected they have they were so late you know yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, okay, so you've been doing work with several different brands, such as Uniqlo. Yes. Can you enlighten us about what you've been doing around this web series? Yes. So, um, as you know, I'm all about the Bronx. Mm. And so Uniqlo approached me to do, you know, to create a series that was based off, you know, what was happening in the Bronx and influences and artists that were there and that are interesting. So myself and my co-director, um, Kaleem, Shout out to Kaleem. <laughs> um, we produced a series based off artists and creatives based in the Bronx. Um, and it's not going to just, it's going to be more of a global perspective soon, but we're working towards that. It's wow. nice. That's I like really to, nice. Yeah, I like what to like introduce. What was that term that you told us? In, in Glocal. 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 Spell that? G-L-O-C-A-L. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my train's going local, it's yo. It's going local. You know what right. I'm saying? That's a good thing. That's a good it's thing. It's going local. I'm a G who's local. Exactly. It's like, it's basically that. It's basically fusing this idea of hyper-local and global 
uh, all in one. And that's how I see myself. And that's how I want everyone to kind of think, right? Like, we are, we're on an amazing podcast right now. We're, oh, hey, thanks. You're welcome. You know, this is popping. Thanks. Um, and, you know, we're interacting with so many people from across the world. You know, we're here in New York. And yeah. we, have a, we have a responsibility to say, yes, we're doing this in a hyper-local hyper way. But we can also inspire and affect the world. Absolutely. And we ask how we should think about everything we do and everything we produced. I love that frame of thinking. Another term you taught us in the green room is upcycle. Yeah. So could you please, uh, Jerome Webster, define that for everyone? And he had to correct Rachel, by the way, yeah, on this word. Upcycle. Please. Upcycle is about. <laughs> no, so upcycling is basically um, the opposite of recycling, which is basically using less energy to transform a product or an item into something new. So. So um, when it comes to this, it's really thinking about how do you use energy, right? Your carbon footprint, how green can you be? Uh, yeah. So upcycling is like taking your blouse and, you know, maybe we cut it in half and we add another denim piece to it and just kind of remixing it in a new way. Oh, that would make your um, blouse so much pop so much more, Rachel. Yeah, seriously. You don't like my blouse? I mean, no, I'm just saying I mean, what, he, his, what he said was good. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. There's not much that fits right now, so I'm just going through the closet and, you know, picking what I can. Um, Well, the reason why I want to talk about upcycling is because, okay, Mm -hmm. so I've been looking forward to having you on the show because I've been pregnant for the last, you know, 40 weeks. Congratulations. Thank you. You Um, um, Thanks. I'm trying. Three and a half weeks postpartum. I don't even know what's trending. Mm. I don't know what fault. Like, I was on Zappos.com. And I'm like, what do I buy? I don't even know what, like, are Doc Martens still in? Or, like, what's happening? Wow. So, I, we, I want to know some fall trend forecasting from you. Absolutely. So if you could share with us. And then when you're done with that, we have some pictures. Um, because a thing that I did read on the blogs mm-hmm. is that the 80s and 90s is, is back. back. Like like a motherfucker. So yes, like I <laughs> printed out some pictures of my 80s and 90s fashion. And there were some outfits that I have that I want to upcycle. Oh. I, uh, I want to upcycle right. Let's see my them. outfits. So, so tell us like, you know, how you can mm-hmm. um, give us some trend forecasting yes. uh, in line with these photos that we've printed out. Which you'll have to vividly explain as we show them to you. Because this is an audible medium. We'll show the audience, though. Yeah, we can show the audience. All right, let's start with a picture of... um, Oh, I'm nervous now. All right, we'll start with one of mine. Um, So I'm more of like... or I like to dress sporty. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like comfy but sporty chic. So I was wondering if you think this look may may work. Um, My heart, she's wearing a little... Oh, so cute! (laughs) A little yellow and green baseball softball jersey. Did, did Sprite oh. sponsor that uniform? It's very Sprite. It's cute. Oh, you're giving me athleisure. That's very athleisure. Oh, yeah. athleisure. I love that term. Dropping them names and those words. This is actually my junior high school softball team uh, trading card pick. What? <laughs> you played softball? What was your... So cute. What was uh, your... I was pitcher in second base, baby. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was really A good. league of their own. So you got, yeah. to se- you got to second base at a very young age then. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that <laughs> off the air. Oh, no, no. Uh, I can't. Uh, not really, because I at know, this age, there was nothing to go to 
second base with. Okay? I had nothing up top. That didn't sprout until high school. Thank goodness. Senior year. You sure I was like, oh, I do. I am a girl. Thanks. You sure you didn't take that at Woolworth? That looks like a fake background. No. It looks great. Thanks. No, this is in Marine Park, Brooklyn. So would this outfit work wow. today, Jerome? I mean, it I mean, it's transcendent, right? Right now, with all the sports trends that's happening, and like, mm. you can still wear it. It's just how are you going to so. jazz it up? Because you know, you have to be a milf. Oh yes, you yes. Know? <laughs> so maybe you belt it. Maybe you throw a legging on. It's yellow, so I'm thinking more black. But you know, you can work it up. Okay. Throw a cute jean with it. Oh. I wouldn't bring the braces back. That I'm going to keep listen, in this picture. I have picture. braces too. But listen, baby. <laughs> Racism. <laughs> the smile. Okay, this is um, <laughs> this is one of Mike's looks. Let us know if you think the male Somewhere. romper. Oh, he's wearing the romper. <laughs> I was wearing the romper last year. This printed romper. Let's get rid of that. Let's drop that. <laughs> next. Yeah. 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 The, next. He, he wasn't on the trend let, forecast. Let's there. let that yeah. go. Yeah. I was behind the forecast. Yeah. So we're going to get I'm rid down, of I downcycle that then. Downcycle the male romper. If you cut it, listen, but if you cut it in half, now you have two pieces, no? Yeah, that's right? true. Uh, and they match. The shirt would be cute on its own. You got a little shirt. You got yeah. a little boxer because that's kind of short. Yeah. You know? And it'd be easier to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh. Because, you yeah, know, the rompers are impossible. It's, it's, it's impossible. You, thing you maybe have to get like a size team zip. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like that. So we're doing away with the softball. We're doing away with the romper. So these are two nays. Okay. Put those aside. Okay. So we have a few more. Um, this is one of my favorite looks. I, I think I wore this outfit uh, <laughs> probably like three times a month. Uh, this is from. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Let's see, Rachel. Wow. This '90s wow. all black look, like I'm all about it. Is that Adidas? The the pants? It's Fadidas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, remember back in the day when they would people would tease you if you didn't have a name brand on? Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yes, I used to That's like. Crazy. My mom would sew the Gap label onto Yo. my shirt. What? In elementary school. Are you serious? I definitely made her do that at least twice. <laughs> It used because to be so crazy. In my school, the little Jewish girls would be like, "Is that Gap?" And they would like look at look the at back your of your neck. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, it's 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 from it's, um, Rainbow. Uh, uh, but it's it's just as nice. I can wear it. It works. This actually, it's funny you say you mentioned uh, that you worked at Key Food because this this picture brings back so many memories. Wow. So all of us worked at Key Food. First of all, <laughs> we're looking at a picture right now of me and my two homegirls in very slutty club outfits. I love it. Um, Crop tops. Navels showing. My friend Ruthie, who's like seven feet tall, her ankles, <laughs> these are high waters. Like, she used to always buy pants for normal people. I'm like, no, bitch, you tall. You need big you need and tall. The big and tall right. store. Um, and the, we, we would work at Key Food, and when our shift was over, we'd go downstairs into the freezer, throw on our slutty outfits, tell our parents we're sleeping over Amanda's house, and take the train to the Palladium. Yeah! And party all night long in the club. Crop tops and all. At 17 years old. I so, with this like striped sporty Fadidas outfit work today? This is working right now. This is exactly wow, what's you. happening right this moment. Okay. So, nice. um, this is hold my on to way. it. Like, you know, Rachel, you can But you can remix that. You can remix that. You know, now you could buy, you know, real Adidas sweats, right? I don't know about that. I got two kids. Or H&M. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but you could, you could wear it. That whole look is in. That's like a whole norm... Look at another one. How about it's these like uh, McDonald's arches Wait, that? eyebrows that just, I got here? What is it? Normcore. Normcore. Jeez. Mm. My vocabulary be lame. You need to write a 
a dictionary. I'm for about real. to though. Okay. I'm about to. Wow. Okay, we have one last look, and this is a look that I would say is very tight. Uh, here we go. I mean, I saw that the other day though. That's a that's a hood boy. That's the brown leather. Is that a? Do you have <laughs> wait Tim's and a uh, very small brown leather? You should say yes. Very. What's that? A, hood, a red hoodie? It's it's medium. A schmedium. It's a schmedium. You got yeah, that sweatpants. Pant. The pants are baggy. And is this your girlfriend's jacket? Whose jacket, Who's jacket, yeah, jacket is that? Is tight. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I forgot. It is very tight. It's very it, tight. Are there any elements of that outfit that we can uh, upcycle? Is that those are, are those Timberlands? Uh, yes. Those okay. Are Tim's. The Timberlands. The Tim's? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> well, that was good. No, but on the real, real, like, for real, like, what's going on with, like, shoes this fall? Anything? Yeah, it's all about these uh, kind of hybrids of, like, you know, like a sneaker boot. Oh. Yeah, so that's always important. You know, a high boot is always important, is there too. Is not a Do you don't have a, a name for that? Because I feel like, oh, you should make one. Like, Let me make one out real quick. A, a schmoot? A schmoot. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark Trademark Copyrighted Sure look at those schmoots What's a schmoot? Those schmoots are hot They yeah. fire Ooh, Girl your schmoots are on point <laughs> Do friends of yours Like come to you And say like You know get, Ask you for f- Fashion advice And mm-hmm. it become annoying I think my friends Know better oh, okay. um, Because I, I Wouldn't even respond because it's kind of like like if you have a masseuse friend asking them to massage you all the time. Like, it is. Just like- it's like, can you get this? Oh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. that knot, that knot in my neck. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know people respect it. They don't. You know, I like people who are around me who like get that I'm kind of a weirdo and I'm just kind of a nerd, right? Mm. So they know not to ask me questions. Otherwise, I'm gonna curse them out. As they smile, as you uh, stare nervously, at them, yes. right? <laughs> I gave them the evil eye. Everyone, I was like, Argh. I need to ask you about this braid. Is that yeah. your hair? Because your hair, how long is this braid? Would you say this braid is about twenty-four inches? It hits my butt. No, let me stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's my schmoo. it's my best friend. It's my best friend. It's beautiful. Um, it's literally, it's not all mine. My hair actually stops right, I can feel the lump right here. It's still pretty long. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of helps me kind of think, because you see I, t- I play with it all the time when I'm talking. Mm-hmm. And How long did it take you to, I, I might grow one. Yeah, Mike, you, you need go. it to think. I have you need, a, it's you a need something to help you think better. You could just braid the hair on your back. It's just Ooh, this long. Same thing. It works. <laughs> It'll work. Time out. No, no disrespect, Jerome. <laughs> I just, we came up on a new intro every time Rachel disses Can you Can you play that real quick? Tit for tat moment brought to you by Rachel Raloka. What? There you go. That's all. What, what? is this? I've never heard this until now. What? It sounds like something out of Bugs Bunny. It was very Every Looney time you Tunes. Make fun of me with your tit for tat. We're gonna play that. Oh. Your middle name is tit for tat. <laughs> or as Jamie said, <laughs> bloody tit for tat. Whoa! But She got that one. <laughs> I can't believe I Oh We gonna do something For you next week You just Tibby, wait and see Don't play it again Oh that was good Tibby so I wanna I, I thought wanna... we was peoples <laughs> <laughs> So I wanna grow uh, I wanna I wanna grow Braid your back She yeah. said Braid Not braid my back <laughs> I, I'm just going to What she said uh, You're doing this too Like <laughs> Coming from the side then Yeah So you're uh, actually This is uh, my last question You're in a transition Period yes. right now yes. Can you tell us So you're transitioning Away from fashion right yes. now Yes 
I am stepping away from fashion as much as possible. Tell and us, tell us. Um, mainly because people in the industry are so full of f- shit. Ooh. I was trying to be very PG, but it's true. In the fashion industry? You know, in the fashion industry, mm. people are really fake, and they don't, they're don't they not being honest with themselves. And I decided when I came back from from Maui. Yeah, I was in Maui. Oh, it was wow. so beautiful. Oh, oh You just know, Maui? that bronze skin oh. and everything, you know? Uh, no, when I came back from Maui, I was like, I just want to be real. I just, like, want to set the record straight and just, like let people know you don't have to be mean or rude or disrespectful or disgusting I was treated really poorly the other day at a fashion show Mm -hmm. um you know people already know who she is because I called her out on social media yep she has very little followers did she throw a shoe at you you know, just listen. I would have threw a shoe at her, but you know what? I came back from Maui or whatever. You know, so it, it, you know, I just wanted to kind of take us uh, taking a step back from fashion to be just more present and more global and more global, I should say, and just be more diverse with like the people I'm around and the industries I'm interacting with, and kind of you know shaking it up a little bit instead of saying I'm a fashion designer because I'm multi talented. You know, I design these glasses, I design the fragrance I'm wearing. I'm you know I design furniture. I design. I'm working on a car a, a, a car partnership right now. So it's like you know. With all due respect, I'm a beast, and I'm ready to show that side of me, right? So when people say, you're in fashion, I go, no, I'm everywhere. I'm omnipresent right now because I'm not interested in one thing. I'm, you know, and I think everyone should think that way, like I said. Think globally, think locally, and just think of it in a, in a more diverse way. We can do everything, you know? We, you know, Afro-Latino, Latino, Black, whatever we are, we, we can do absolutely everything because we create culture. Yes. yes. Drops the mic. Amen. <laughs> I mean, on that note, I mean, uh, Jerome Lamar, everybody, come on. Yeah. Jeez. Come, come on. Woo. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. And like, what a great conversation. Thank you. And new words. We're going to be using your words. Let's go. Uh, Yo, Jamie, okay. what's taking you so long? Did you go glo- global? Yeah, I took the you global. Local. I took the global bus. <laughs> guys, I upcycled this outfit. What do you think? Yes. I can't wait to upcycle. Let's go. So we're going to end go. this with the que lo que, yes. and you'll be able to do your shout-outs and stuff like that. So let's go yes. with the que Yes. Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que, 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 que lo que. It's que lo que time. So, of course, the honor goes to Jerome Lamar first. Please tell Thank everybody, you. que lo que loco. Okay. Uh, Instagram, you can find me uh, at, at Jerome Lamar. And it's J-E-R-O-M-E-L-A-M-A-A-R. And stay tuned. I'm hosting a, an event uh, in my loft for Airbnb in oh. the Biggie Down in October. Wow. So okay. sign up, boo boo. we get invitations. They, y'all better pull up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's We're like a live podcast from there. Let's without go. your permission. Oh, we got I mean, a pop up podcast, please. Well, we should do that, though. Okay, done. It's done. Like, what are we talking about? It's <laughs> what done. Do we sign? Let's right. do something. Fine. <laughs> All right. Bet. That's it. Settle. Tell everybody yes. where to find you on social media. Yes. So that's the IG, which is. Um, you know, Jerome Lamar, at Jerome Lamar. Um, and uh, that's like the only thing. Uh, Instagram's my life. 
Yes. Well, we appreciate you and you. kudos to you for everything you're doing. Thank you for supporting. For and real. Thank you guys. You guys thank keep you. doing what you're doing because I love it and we thank need you. it. Thank you. Sir. Thank the culture you. needs it. I mean, it. humble yeah. brag. We didn't say this yet, but um, our podcast hit 100,000 downloads. Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, we in the 100,000 club. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Feels good. Feels good. All right, girl, okay. <laughs> Who's going? Should I go? All right. You can go. Uh, thanks. So, Yero, a big what's up to our partners at Yero.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. Speaking of which, they sat down with the ultimate Latino Hollywood OG, Edward James Olmos, okay, to talk about... I'd do anything for Selena's. I had to. To talk about <laughs> his newest project, Sons of Anarchy spinoff, Mayans MC. So, visit Yero.com for the full interview. Urban Latino got some stuff going on, too. The Lozada Lowdown Live Wednesday. That's our boy, Angelo Lozada. September 26th at the legendary Gotham Comedy Club. That's 208 West 23rd Street, New York City. Doors open at 7. Blase blah. Go to GothamComedyClub.com. And then the Clef Stage presents Sunday Brunch with Chef Frank Maldonado. With a live... I made that very Italian. He's, uh, you know, it's going to cook up some shit. Uh, Chef Frank Maldonado is going to make some cold antipasto. Um, with a live performance by Giancarla and music by DJ Choco Ventura at the A-Loft. That's um, t- 100 15 Ditmars in East Elmhurst. Um, quickly, I'm working on a program right now. Uh, you know, I freelance, do my marketing thing on the side. So attention college students. College students, are you out there? Yeah. Okay, great. Grab a friend and a pen. Listen to this. I am working on such an amazing program right now with Ad Age Magazine and Kia Motors America. Okay? Kia has relaunched the Kia Stinger. And we are looking for a college student enrolled in an accredited art or design program to create a brand ad for Kia. So visit kiasdrivingcreativity.com. That's kias with an S, drivingcreativity.com. Ask me what this student could win. I dare you. Rachel, um, what can the student win? You're not going to believe this. Okay, I don't believe you. Okay, so the winning student who designs the best brand ad wins, wins an all-inclusive paid trip to the Cannes Lion Festival of Creativity in France in 2019, okay. a $10,000 scholarship to pay for their tuition, and and their brand ads featured in Ad Age and Auto Week magazine. And the wow. winner's school gets a $5,000 grant towards their art and design program. Wow. Huh. Damn. So. The school gets a lot of money, damn. Students, go to Kia's Driving Creativity. <laughs> yeah, like if I want, I'd be like, can I split it with the school? Like, I get $2,500. Um, we have a lot coming up in the month of October, which I'll talk about in the next couple of weeks. But you can follow me at Rachel La Loca. And that is my uh, Kelly K. Uh, Jamie, do you have any... Uh, no, cases? just um, Instagram, Jay Fernza, Instagram. That's okay. it. Well, I have a few. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, first, Corriente Latina, go to their website. They've been supporting us. They give t- uh, ticket giveaways, um, articles, and everything. So go to CorrienteLatina.com. Uptown Collected uh, would like to announce that El Museo de Barrio reopens September 13th. Okay. When this episode drops. 
<clears throat> and then I have a couple of personal ones, right? Uh, my friend uh, Lasagna Cruz, not Lasagna, but Lasagna Cruz. <laughs> she is actually she did an event a couple of months ago in Brooklyn. Um, the the We the News, the newsstand public intervention. She's doing it in Washington Heights, September fifteenth at the Word Up Community Bookstore. So um, I'll put I'll put the link, but it's gonna be amazing. And Good shit, Lasagna. lasagna. Yeah, Lasagna. And then um, I'm going to be on a panel. Uh, on the 29th of September for Voto Latino. They're going to be doing the Voto Latino Power Summit. Guess what? It's free because they got a couple of sponsors. So if you're going to be in Austin, Texas on the 29th and 30th, come. I'm going to be in a panel about podcasts and how it's empowering people. Can you wear cowboy boots to the panel? Yes, you can. Okay. They'll give you a No, no, no. You know, can dinero. you? I'd like you Me? to wear cowboy if boots. If we can, uh, we can uh, raise some money, I'll buy some boots. Jerome, I read that cowboy oh, we can boots upcycle. are in. Western is in, yes, Mike. So I would dress like a Texan if you're going to go to Texas. And last but not least, um, a big shout out. I know, Jamie, you have this shout out to, to Marissa Adele, who was in charge of the clothing for Vampires vs. the Bronx. Mm-hmm. She was awesome because, you know, I was nervous. I know probably Jamie was nervous when we were on set. It's a little intimidating, but she was there and she was a friendly what face. What is Vampires vs. the Bronx? It is a movie by Oz Rodriguez that's going to be coming out in 2019. It's a, like a comedy horror and it happens in the Bronx and it's about how the vampires move into the Bronx, but they're going to have to fist it up with the Bronx community. Three young kids battle them. That was the 470th time we said Bronx, by the way. <laughs> yes. So she was a part of a book that's called The Endings, which was a book of a seven-year project of visual stories of heartbreak and loss. And it's featuring Danielle Brooks, Julianne Moore, Tessa Thompson, and other individuals in there. I'm going to put the link in there. Get a book. It's a visual. It's amazing. And go get it. Read a book. And for me, uh, <laughs> follow me at Juan Bago. Like I said, I'm going to be in that panel in Austin, Texas. And then on October 11th, I'm going to be in Hispanicized in L.A. representing. And uh, that's my... the miles, Yeah, baby. yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's... I'm done with my uh, Keloke. And awesome. I think we have uh, a Keloke Quickie now. Ooh, Keloke Quickie. Because I feel like this episode is very Bronx. This young man here uh, is doing big things in the Bronx, giving a lot of like, yo, a lot of love. You doing your thing, including a I love Bronx hat. Yes, we yes. have a Maori Gruyon from Bronx Native. What's good? Um, thank you, my man. I appreciate you. No, thank you. What a great voice you have, you Mike. Think so? Get a What's podcast. Good, Are you gonna have a podcast Seriously? in the Bronx? A what? The South Bronx. Nice. Yeah. Jerome, the first, the first uh, person we <laughs> um, BX in the house, man. I, I love how much Bronx we have in this episode, and it's the first one for the season, right? Yes. Sure Congrats is. on the on the baby. Congrats Thank on, you. on your nipples. Hope my bleeding. <laughs> and, and congrats on. I love his, your comments, dude. Oh, thank You're you. You're like amazing. Thank my yeah. Instagram comments? No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Listen, yeah. tell our listeners yeah. what you're about, what Bronx yeah. Navy is all about. Because I know, yeah. like, uh, funny story, uh, like about a week ago, I, I went by Sunday. It was about close. a week ago. I was. I walked by your, the the yeah. the store and everything, but yeah. it's like you guys are like, this perfect timing yeah. uh, right now with so much change going on in the Bronx, and you're in the lead. Yeah. You're there. Mm-hmm. So tell us what you guys what you guys do and what you're about. We are Gloku 
as was said. Yeah. Uh, word of the word day. Word of the day. Uh, no, um, Bronx native, man. We're we're a brand that embodies what the Bronx truly is, right? Um, I personally, you know, a little bit about myself. I am a creative and entrepreneur based in the South Bronx, uh, and. I love the Bronx, you know, and and for a long time, you know, our people have kind of been overshadowed. Um, the narrative that people perceive the Bronx to have is is most likely a negative one. Uh, so me and my sister, uh, Rosalind Grujon, she is a fashion designer. I am a, a designer, uh, a graphic designer, and I work in media as well. So we come from a creative background, and we said, what can we do to put the Bronx on the map, right? To show people what the BX is truly about, man, because uh, we're lit. Uh, our people are great. We're hardworking. Uh, we've been through the struggle. We've been through all of that. And, and a borough that has so much culture, so much history, um, and so much flavor, right, um, always gets like the, the like, oh, sh- Brooklyn is cool, right? This is cool, but the BX is, is always kind of turned down by everyone. So we decided to create Bronx Native, uh, which is secondly, uh, like I said, a brand. We create Bronx-based merchandise. Uh, one night, me and my sister were like, I want to wear a hat that says, I love the BX. I want to wear a shirt that says, the Bronx, and we couldn't find it, right? Um, And I was like, how is this even possible? You know, this is the birthplace of hip-hop, salsa, so many things came out of the BX. um, And there's all these Brooklyn brands that people rep, even though they're not from Brooklyn and all that. You know, and I went to art school as well. I went to the School of Visual Arts. I graduated last year um, as a graphic designer. And I I saw what everyone was saying about the Bronx. You know, I came in, they're like, what's good, B? I'm from the BX. They're like, (laughs) from the Bronx? Uh, have you not gotten stabbed yet? Like, uh, is it safe? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it's safe, it's lit. You know what I mean? I try to, in every project I did in school, I try to implement the Bronx and the culture and, and where our people come from. Um, and technically, right after I graduated, I was like, okay, let me go full force with Bronx Native um, because it's something that I'm super passionate about. I'm expressing myself as a creative. Um, we're um, cha- making change. We're having impact. And um, it's sustainable as well, right? Uh, when we when we talk about working and doing things in our community, we have to think about sustainability as well, right, to, to continue doing what we want to do. So we have the Bronx-based uh, merch, uh, but we also do a lot of community outreach right uh we have a shop in the south bronx uh near where my man here had his shop Uh, quick fact about myself actually i started coming to that side of the south bronx because of jerome right yeah so when he opened up his shop he started like a whole cultural revolution type of vibe um, and I used to go to the events, and, I, and I, I was always, like, intrigued. Like, yo, this is dope. Man, we got to go ham for the Bronx. That was, I, I used to just show up to his shop. Like, I feel like a little kid. Like, hey, let me in. I was good. <laughs> um, and he was great, you know, and he kind of just, like, we used to have conversations about how we were going to change the Bronx and, and change, just, just go global with the Bronx and show them what we're really about. And I've really, like, uh, worked hard for what, what we've been doing. Uh, so we have a shop uh, called Bronx Native Shop. Uh, which Where we, is it exactly? It is on 127 Lincoln Avenue in the South South Bronx, uh, Mott Haven area. Uh, And we utilize the space as a cultural hub, right? It's not only a place where we sell our merchandise, but it's a place where um, artists, creatives, entrepreneurs can come through, express themselves, network, gather, and and all of these great things can happen um, in a fairly small shop. But um, it's great. Uh, we've been doing it up, you know, showing people what we're about, and we've been um, having some success. So, uh, you know, it's been great. Yeah. 
And where do you forecast for 2019? Like, what do you? Where are some other stuff that you're going to be planning to do? Yeah, uh, 2019. uh, We've been doing a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of eyes on the Bronx right now, right? Uniqlo. The other day there was a Jack Daniels event, right? Red Bulls around. So definitely, Mm. you know, similar, like you know, partnering up with these brands, um, and then. showing giving more to the bronx right like we have not been giving all the resources that all these other boroughs have gotten and the exposure so we're here like look we've been killing it and we're going to continue to kill it this is us like see what we're doing and and showcase that so continues to showcase what we're all about you know uh putting our community out there hosting more events right like showcasing um events cultural events and uh doing more merchandise you know what i mean we have a collection coming up on on october it's actually our one year anniversary of being in the shop so we're gonna have a whole event for that and, um, yeah, just continue to put in the good work and spread the good news that is the Bronx. I think we I mean? should do a pop-up podcast at your store, Ooh. too. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, uh, yes at your house. Putting it out <laughs> there. My house, yes. <laughs> Definitely come through. Um, the, the shop is really, like, BS aesthetics. Like, anyone that goes in could tag up the walls. So all the walls are tagged up, right? We wanted to create oh. an interactive experience, right? So when people go in, they're like, okay, wow, this is the BX, man. It's, it's beautiful and it's very communal. It's really dope. Is there any fear that the Bronx and would end up becoming like the next Brooklyn where it's like a trendy borough where that just like the yeah. kind of the personality overpriced is, 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 yeah. is changed I love like the, Jamie's face while he's asking the question like, <laughs> yeah it looks like, well, like I'm, I'm kind of constipated I'm a little constipated right now but oh no, I have that, something for that too if you need because yeah I've been going the, through it you know the grittiness in New York yeah. like Bronx still has it right yeah, and yeah. Brooklyn's kind of lost it to yeah. an extent uh, do, is there a fear where it's like the balance of like getting the Bronx back into yeah. you know the public eye, but also not Def. you don't want like the Daily News to be like, hey, Bronx is the new Brooklyn, like, which uh, is is happened already. Yeah. They're trying, they're trying, uh, and we're gonna tro- throw shoes at anyone who comes through. <laughs> just, just like did. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously though. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, the Bronx is different than other boroughs, right? Uh, we're a borough of fighters, uh, uh, warriors, right? Um, and we've seen what has happened in all these other boroughs like Brooklyn and uh, Uptown Manhattan. And we're kind of like, okay, you know, learning from, from what's happened and being like, we're not going to let this happen. We're going to step up. We're going to put in the work. We're going to own our properties. We're going to um, own our own businesses, right? Uh, business, and, and that's what I've been seeing, right? Most of the businesses around, yes, there's development, there's gentrification. All that, all that stuff. But most of the businesses are owned by people of color um, and people that that are us, right? So this is and this is what we're going to continue doing. Yeah. I don't want to see hipster animals in the Bronx Zoo. You nah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> mustaches, glasses. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, uh, yeah. our listeners, where they can find your stuff, yeah. like your uh, like all the links and everything there. Uh, definitely. So we have a website, uh, BronxNative.com. Uh, all our stuff is there. All our merchandise. That's why we have an online shop. Um, our social media at the Bronx Native on all social media platforms. We utilize Instagram heavily, um, and uh, our shop is on 127 Lincoln Avenue awesome. in the South Bronx. So definitely check us out, man. We're out here. BX up. Yeah, Bronx is popping because uh, just as recent, uh, a legend that retired for a while, mm-hmm. Fernando the Party Planner. Mm-hmm. I just br- I'm bringing him back. So Fernando Let's the Party go. Planner is returning. Perfect timing, right there. You know, I just want to. Let's get it. Can't wait. Any other uh, personal? <laughs> Plugs you want to make <laughs> during this time? 
<laughs> no. Uh, good? no, I'm good. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Bronx Native, thank you so much thank you. for coming yes. through and doing thank what you're you. doing. Thank you. Keeping Bronx the culture episode. alive definitely, and popping. Always. And yeah. representing for Latinos. Always. Mi Dominicano. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Let's Yo, go. that's what this yeah. podcast is all about. And what a wonderful episode to come back with this kind of strength and just power. Latinos were doing it. This is 2019, baby. This is future planning. This is like we're taking what we're learning and, and even this podcast and what we've done this whole year. Next year is going to be huge for us. Is everybody ready? Yes. We are ready. Yes. Eager. Well. And next week, look out for our Staten Island uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> You know, there was a time where Brooklyn and the Bronx, we just didn't get along. Yeah, and Danny, uh, number three mentioned, uh, maybe you could be my witness. I think we've bridged the gap a little. We, we're getting along pretty well now. You know what I'm saying? Um, but on that note, listen, we're here. 100,000 downloads, people. Mm. We passed the mark because of you, the listeners. Keep sliding in our DMs. Keep sending us emails, letting us know what you think, what you like, what you don't like. We want to hear from you. We want to make this the best goddamn podcast ever. We want to represent for Latinos. Uh, it's good to be back. Any parting words for episode well, one? Well, we're, we're working on some stuff for, you, uh, for our fans. We're working on our website. We're working on some merch. So we have plans. Excellent. Yeah, Jamie, anything? Good to have you uh, back and healthy and Thank after you. your pregnancy. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. It feels so different. It really does. Do you see the difference? I'm wondering, is there a difference in my energy level or no? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I thought I felt different. I thought I looked you still different. Got, you still got that pregnancy glow. You still got that. How is that possible? I'm not pregnant. I, I don't know. That's not the right thing to say. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, I'm just fucking with you. But yo, we back, baby. Thank you so much. On that note, we out. Oye, mijo, qué show es ese que están escuchando. Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.